Joy is for you. Welcome to the Joybringer podcast. The world is full of uncertainties, difficulty, and pain. It needs joy, and you and I can bring it, but we can't bring what we don't have. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Let's grab hold of joy and bring it everywhere we go. Hey, I'm Season, and this is the Joybringers Advent Podcast. Welcome to week three of Advent. Today, we are metaphorically lighting the candle of joy, and I probably don't have to work hard to convince you <laughs> that this is my favorite week, because joy is my favorite. It's the thing that I wake up passionate about talking about, and uh, I'm grateful that you're with me today. I want you to know that joy is for you. And and not just like fleeting moments of joy, not just, you know, some happiness here and there, but absolute, real, powerful, lasting joy. It's for you. It's for me. And most of us are not really cashing in or collecting it. We don't really walk around fully, fully embracing the abundance of joy. And, and there's reasons for that. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today because I want us to recognize, you know, why we're not grabbing a hold of it. Because if we recognize why, then, you know, we can grab hold of it, right? We can kick those lies in the teeth and then receive the fullness of joy that God wants us to have. So we've got to address the lies that we believe about joy. Now, you may be thinking, like, I don't believe any lies about joy. And that's fair. But let me present to you 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8. It says, though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Those are some big words. <laughs> inexpressible and glorious joy. I don't know about you, but when I look in the mirror, I don't always see inexpressible and glorious joy. I'm not like, yeah, look at it. It's glittery and sparkly sometimes, but there are reasons why we don't grab hold of that. Those are the lies we believe. Lies like um, someday when X, Y, and Z work out, then I'll have joy. Or, well, my life is too difficult right now. There's too much pain. You don't know what I've been through. I can't, I can't have joy. Or, my personality. I'm not like you. I'm not, you know, an extrovert. I'm not uh, overtly perky. I'm a stoic or I'm an academic. I, I don't, I don't have joy like that. Or joy is feminine. It's not serious. It's, it's for, you know, young people or emotional creatures. All of these things aren't true. Joy is not based on your personality. Joy is not based on your circumstances. Joy is not based in the future, nor is it based in the past. Joy is present right here, right now. And your personality, the way you experience and express joy, doesn't have to look the way mine does. And that's really good news, right? Like, you're not a surprise to the Lord. God created you and your personality and all the things that go in it with intention and he loves you and and you are not disqualified from joy if you're not a perky extrovert if you run deep and solemn you too can have great joy it's going to express itself different and that is the beauty of us being unique none of this is a surprise so odds are we are believing lies it's important right now to just take a second and think about it 
why am I not grabbing hold of the fullness of joy that this girl says is available to me? Also, it's not just me. It's scripture. It says it is for you. It, in fact, it says it is for all people and that it comes with believing. If, so if you might say, well, yeah, I believe in God or sure, I, I would call myself a, a believer or a Christian. Well, then you got to cash in on what is available to you. The artist Vincent Van Gogh is one of the most prolific artists the world has ever known. He, in about 10 years, created over 2,100 pieces of art, almost all while in a mental institution. He loved the Lord, but he really suffered with bipolar disorder. He had uh, extreme anxiety and manic episodes. It, he cut off his own ear in, in this torture that, that he felt in his mind and in his soul. And as he was painting, he increasingly liked to use the color yellow. He believed that yellow was the color uh, representing God's glory and the color representing joy. Now, there are letters between Vincent and his brother. And in one of the letters, uh, Vincent shares with his brother that they, the people at the, in the insane asylum, had taken his paints away. And it's rumored and believed that Vincent began to eat the yellow paint, that he wanted to feel on the inside the joy that he saw represented on the outside. And, and I'm here to tell you today, don't eat yellow paint. Now, okay, that's silly. I know you won't be actually ingesting yellow paint, but the reality is we all do. We are all consuming something to meet this need that we have. We want to feel joy. We all want to experience this great joy that, you know, scripture talks about or that we would long to have. But what is it that we're consuming? We want to we check it. What is it that we're looking to to bring us that great joy? So we might not even believe that joy is for us, but there is something that we're trying to satiate. We want that feeling. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to, like, you know, Vincent, consume yellow paint in order to feel on the inside what we desire. We want to find joy and grab a hold of it authentically from the right source. And that is Jesus. Joy is for you and for me. And it is rooted in Jesus. It says in that first Peter verse, it's because you believe in him. When we truly believe one, who God is and who he says we are, we can grab a hold of that. It comes down to this idea of identity, of being his, of understanding that we are created with goodness and love and power and intention. You are not a mistake. You are, you've not screwed it all up beyond measure. Our stories are not over. There is a bigger picture here. And God is at work bringing all things together so that his glory will be seen in all of it. So when we look at the lies that we're believing, right, that I, I've screwed up too much in my life or my circumstances are too difficult or it's not who I am, um, it's not my personality, the invitation is to say, well, what do you say about it, God? Like, I want to believe that you've made me. I'm not a mistake. 
Uh, I'm not a surprise to you. What do you have to say about this? Is joy for me? And what have I been trying to consume to grab a hold of it? Because God wants to reveal that to you today. One of my favorite verses on joy in the Bible, by the way, there are over 400, about 472 verses that include joy or rejoice or some sort, some form of that word. One of my favorites is Psalm 34, verse 5. It says, those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. It's a matter of looking to the Lord to be our source, of looking to the Lord as our help. Lord, I'm consuming these things. I, I, I think I want, my, something in me wants great joy, wants to be at peace, wants to find some sort of purpose and hope in my life. And we look and consume all of these other things to try to find it. But it says those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy, that same glory and radiance that, that Van Gogh thought that yellow produced is actually what we can have when we look to the Lord. The, the word radiant is mentioned, I think, about 17 times in scripture. And almost all of those times are in direct correlation with the presence of God. We see it when Moses goes up onto the mountain and he has this encounter with the Lord. And then he, he comes down from the mountain and his face is radiating. He had to cover his face because it was so shiny and radiant with, with, I like to say, with joy because he was in the presence of God. So that's that same idea. When we have an encounter, some FaceTime with God, a personal encounter, that's where this radiant joy comes from. And it's for you. It says, no shadow of shame will darken their face. That's... That's what the enemy wants us to believe, that the things that we've gone through in our lives, that the, the lies that we believe about ourselves or our circumstance will cause us to be darkened. The shadow of shame darkens our face, darkens our heart and our world, clouds our mind. But an encounter with Jesus changes all of that. I like to say everything changes when King Jesus shows up. His glory eclipses the shadow of shame. We can have great joy because of who he is, what he's done for us, and who he says that we are. The invitation for you today is to grab a hold of this truth, that God wants to have an encounter with you. And you might say, well, I've never seen him. I've never heard his voice. I, I don't know, you know what that means. That's okay. Because God sees you and he knows you and he loves you. And actually, he's near to you right now. It's okay to take a moment and just turn your attention to that truth. You are surrounded by the love and goodness and glory of God. Take a moment and be aware of that. And then say, yes, Lord, I, I want to understand that more. I, I want to feel your presence. I want to... I want to radiate with joy because of your presence in my life. I don't want to consume all of these other things to feel peace, to feel hope, to feel joy. I want to be in contact with you. I want that radiance in my life 
God hears your prayers. He knows you and he wants you to receive the fullness of what he paid for. You know, in uh, the Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown's book, she defines joy in an interesting way. Well, actually, it's the opposite. She says the opposite of joy is not depression. The opposite of joy is not anger. The opposite of joy is not, you know, anxiety. The opposite of joy is fear. Fear is what keeps us in bondage. The opposite of joy is fear. So therefore, one of the markers of joy is freedom. Freedom to be, to be free from the lies that entangle our mind and our life. I want you to believe and grab hold of the truth that joy is for you because Jesus is for you. His glory ignites your life and we radiate with joy when we believe this to be true. So as we strike the metaphorical match and light the candle of joy today, I bless you to feel the warmth and the glow of his glory and his love and his delight over you. Feel that as it shines and sparkles so that you radiate with that truth today. Joy is for you because Jesus is for you. I'm going to keep saying it. And I love you. And I'm grateful that you joined me today. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Joybringer podcast. I would love to connect with you. Find me on social media or on my website at seasonedhours.com. For more information on how to live like the gospel is good news, check out my book, The Joybringer Challenge. You can buy it anywhere books are sold or on my website. Thanks again for listening. And hey, I love you. <laughs>